0: So I'm just gonna warn you right up front, this summer, we're gonna be all over the place. We're gonna be looking at stories in the Bible where we see God show up in a moment, in the prayer that God will show up in a moment, that God would show himself to us. And so we're gonna look in the Bible in a variety of places, open to the Holy Spirit, where he will lead us in this, And today we start with a prequel. We're going to start with a prequel. Back on January the 5th, I preached about the Battle of Jericho with Joshua. Some of you remember it, when Johnny was taking laps around the stage, and that's okay. Hopefully that's not all you remember. So you can listen to that online. But today I'm giving you the prequel, and we're going to be in Joshua 5. As you well know, in the book of Exodus, God has brought the children of Israel out of Egypt. He is establishing his people and he gives them a place and a promise. And so he is chosen Moses to come out, but now Moses is dead in the book of Joshua. And he tells his servant Joshua, be strong and courageous. And Joshua was certainly that. And now he's on the plains of Jericho, so we join him in chapter 5 of Joshua, and we're going to read from 13 to 15. Verse 13 through 15. By the way, the, the points to that sermon when we talk about the battle of Jericho are the three things that make you want to stop. So I I want to encourage you to check that out online. So in chapter 5, verse 13, prior to that battle, when Joshua was by Jericho, he lifted up his eyes and looked. And behold, a man was standing before him with his drawn sword in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, Are you for us or are you for our adversaries? And he said, No, but I am the commander of the army of the Lord. Now I have come. And Joshua fell on his his face to the earth and worshiped. And said to him, what does my Lord say to his servant? And the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, Take off your sandals from your feet, for the place where you are standing is holy. And Joshua did so. Joshua's first big battle Jericho is he fit to be a leader the pressure's on this is it right here all those battles Joshua's been in now he's the leader what kind of a leader is he going to be the pressure's on well he's a warrior he's going to step up I want to encourage you today you're a leader too So many people think of guys that have either been elected or pastors or whatever as leaders. But I want you to know that God's called you to be a leader. I want God's calling you to be a leader and not a repeater. If you're leading, you're going to take some new ground in your life. You're going to be in places you haven't been. I mean, there are a lot of passive people in the world. I have to be honest. I fight that a little bit because over the years... In my 20s especially, I said and did stuff that I'm kind of embarrassed about right now, even in ministry. I was like a warrior, but I've learned the hard way you get out ahead of God. I have to be careful, I'm not too passive. Man, Joshua is not like that. He is a fight first, ask questions later kind of guy. He is the kind of guy that is just a warrior. And if you're a leader, you're gonna face some new things in your life. If you're taking new ground, you're gonna face some new things. There's gonna be new stuff all the time. So many of us, we get caught, we get very passive. and We fleece everything. Oh, we'll just wait on the Lord. We'll just sit here and pray. We won't do anything. We'll just wait on God. So many times we're so passive Somebody has to light a fire under us to get us motivated to do something. Breathe on a mirror, or do something, let us know you're alive. But Joshua was not like that. Joshua was aggressive. He comes out of the bathroom wanting to fight. He's that kind of guy. And there's a balance between these two. Between the balance of what's God's part and what's my part? Joshua is stepping up. And I want to encourage you today as a leader, as a person who leads, you got to recognize God in the battle. you got to recognize God in your situation. Whatever that situation is, you got to be able to recognize God and for Joshua to live his life and to be a leader for God, for God to get glory in his life he had to start realizing that God was in his situation. God will train you with trouble. God will critique your response. And some of you think, you got this war thing down. You're brash. You're bold like Joshua. You're bold all the time. You'll go to war in a flash. And God can use that, but you got to control that. Verse 13 says, when Joshua was by Jericho, he lifted up his eyes and he looked, and behold, a man was standing before him, and his, his uh, drawn sword was in his hand. Joshua looks up, and he sees a man. There's only one problem. It wasn't a man at all. It was God. Can you see God in your situation? Can you see God in your situation? See, so many people are so confident in themselves that they don't even consult with God. They don't even look for God. And God is showing up all kinds of ways in your life. And God is using people and circumstances and the Bible. And you don't even consider it because you're living off of maybe some experience you had to go, you're a warrior. And you aren't even looking or listening for God. And God has been trying to get your attention. He's been trying to teach you, and you are not open to what God says. You just go, 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 go. And you're going with everything except God. you got to recognize God first. Recognize God in your situation. And there's a balance between my responsibility with God's responsibility. And God shows up, and Joshua doesn't even recognize him. Look at this. He ran up on God. He just walks right up on God. And Joshua said to him, are you for us or against us? He just looks at God and just says, are you for us or against us? We live in a world where people who are always trying to get God to choose a side are you on our side, Lord? God, take a side. Are you with the Methodists or the Baptists, Lord? Are you with us Protestants or the Catholics? Are you with the Democrats or the Republicans? Everybody wants God to choose, not even recognizing who God really is. And verse 14 And he said, no, but I am the commander of the Lord's army. He's neither one. He says, are you on our side or on their side? And he says, neither one, Joshua, neither one. God said, now here's what's important for us to know today. For you to kind of get, we've got to get this inside of us. It's not about, God said this, it's not about, me being for you. It's about you being for me, Joshua. It's not how you can get God to support your agenda. It's about you getting on your knees and finding out how you can support what God is doing. Go back to Exodus chapter 17. And uh, Exodus 17, Moses has directed Joshua to go to battle. And then Amalek came and fought with Israel at Rephidim. And so Moses said to Joshua, choose for us men, go out and fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand at the top of the hill with the staff of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses told him and fought with Amalek while Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up on top of the hill. Joshua is fighting and winning. And he doesn't even know why he's winning. He thinks it's because he's such a great fighter. He thinks he's got it together. He thinks he knows how to do this. Oh, I can do this. I'm a leader. I'm a fighter. Some of you think that you're such a great fighter. You're a great leader. And little do you know, the reason that you're so successful is because your grandmother is in her prayer closet praying for you. Because your mama still loves you and prays for you. And I wanna encourage you today. Some of us get so full of hubris, so much full of pride. You go through life, don't fool with me, man. I'm a great fighter. You gotta balance, there's a balance. Faith without works is dead. There's a balance between what's my responsibility and God's responsibility. He was Here was what Joshua's trouble was. He was fighting the help. He walked up on God. He's fighting the help. He was ready to fight. So many of us will fight anybody. You will fight the guy putting you in the ambulance. I'm not kidding. I had an experience years ago where I was going out trick or treating with my kids and there was a guy that collapsed on his front yard and I kind of walked away from my kids, went down. And what I was doing was kind of helping with the EMT. I kind of prayed right there with him. And so the guy kind of responded a little bit to that. So they were like, we got to get you. Your blood pressure is through the roof. We got to get you to the hospital right now. He didn't want to go. So I kind of talked him into going and his wife said, would you please go in the ambulance with him? Because he seems to be responding to you. So I got in the ambulance and we got about 150 yards away from the opening of our subdivision. And this guy started saying, I want out, I want out. I'd never seen such a thing. And he started fighting his way and trying to open the door. We could not control him and the ambulance, the driver heard all this, stopped the ambulance And the guy busted out the back door and ran back towards his house. I had never seen it. There were sheriff's cars everywhere. They kind of wrestled him to the ground. But he did not want medical treatment. So many times we will fight the people God sent to help us. So many times we fight, fight, fight. You will fight with so many of us. We fight with our spouse. We fight with people at work. We'll fight, fight, fight. We're going at it. We're leaders. We're going. Let me just tell you something. Your wife is not your enemy. Satan is the enemy. I want to encourage you today. Sometimes you got to be quiet. Sometimes, and you can see this in Joshua where his past has shaped him so much. And so many times it's for us too. Your past shapes you so that this is how you come at it. And Joshua, listen, and Joshua needed to learn something here. Joshua needed to learn something. He needed to learn. And this battle, Joshua, is going to demand something different out of you. You've been successful. God has blessed you. But you're going to have to learn something different. You're going to have to recognize God in your situation in this. You have never fought this battle before, Joshua. You're going to have to learn something different. It's going to demand maturity. And and God is going to teach you, Joshua, how to be a leader to the people of God. And you've got to start understanding something, Joshua. You can't lick this devil the same way you've always licked everybody else with your sword. You're going to have to learn something new. You're about to learn that you don't assign God something in your agenda. And it's not about you. Whatever you're up against right now in your situation is not about you. You can be like the rest of the world, but I wanna encourage you to be a person who learns, who's available to God. And you can keep, I just want to encourage you, you can keep on being that powerful warrior, thinking you're a leader, scheming with your personality and manipulating and selling, all that stuff. But if you will recognize God in your situation, he will make you a leader. You still have to show up, but Joshua is about to learn that the battle is the Lord. It is not about getting the victory, but God. It's not about me getting the victory. It's about God getting the victory. You are not using God to get your victory. There's so many people we think that. That's the way I think. I have to watch that. God is using us to get the victory. And as soon as we figure that out and get the difference of that, we can finally be a leader for God and God can use us. God was using him, but Joshua was approaching it like we do so many times. We think that we are fighting and God is helping us. I want to encourage you. He is fighting and we are helping him. You can't win this battle with what you, what you know and do. So many times I always think it's about your personality and your toughness and your skill and the smooth talk. But here's what Joshua had to learn. He had to learn how to pray. Joshua had to learn. And before you go against Jericho, Joshua, you have to encounter God. You have to recognize God in your situation. Here's the second thing. You gotta realize God wants to turn your situation into a sanctuary. Verse 15, Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshiped and said to him, what does my Lord say to his servant? An encounter with God. You know, a lot of Sundays I take Sunday off. Uh, Not a lot of Sundays, sorry. The Sundays that I take off, sometimes I'm out and about. I'll go to church and uh, someplace or Sherry and I'll be someplace And we're a little bit more mobile. We go to different places to experience church and all that kind of stuff. You know, something I realized Kroger is full on Sunday. Cali Spa is full on Sunday. All these places are full. They're backed up at the golf course baseball games, softball games. I notice that when I drive around. The ball fields, the lake is full. And the one day you get off, the one day you get off, you get up early, especially this crowd right here, you get up early and then you wrestle your kids into clothes that they don't even normally wear. And you make that sacrifice of getting up early and you wrangle your kids around, get them in a car, come down here, park over by Joel Lemon all the way over there. You got to walk in, somehow get those kids back here. You come in here, try to find a seat. Here you come on your day off doing that. The one day you get off. Now here's the thing. If you don't know why you're doing that, And you keep doing it, you may not do that for long if you don't know why you're doing it. And so what we do is we try all kinds of tricks as churches. We try to keep you coming, entertaining, and tickling your ears, and making crazy promises, and begging for people to come, and all that kind of stuff. We're trying to do all these things, to massage people, to come to church, and all that. I want you to know, we say things like, we can't do this without you. You're the most important person in the world. I want you to know something, even this morning. I am not an ear tickler. I don't do massages except for anybody but my wife. I don't give rub downs. If you come here because you know there is a war going on and it necessitates you to be here, and, and you, it motivates you and you get filled with the spirit and you're, and you're challenged and you're cha- charged up with the mind of God and the power of God and how to get the victory for God and how he could be glory. You just feel that, you just say this morning, I had to be here this morning. You didn't come to be one of the beautiful people or to be seen with the beautiful people or anything like that. I need to see God, that's your heart this morning. And Joshua had to have this experience with God to see those walls come down. My marriage, I needed to have this experience because I need God to show up inside my marriage. My kids, I got kids that aren't saved, so I need this this morning. My money is tight, I need God, I had to be here today. My job's on the line. I need the stronghold to come down. God wants to turn your situation into a sanctuary. Just like I had to stop and get gas this week for my car because it was running out of gas. I can't just keep driving my car without stopping at a gas station. Yeah, I have to stop and get gas. Just like that. Some of you are here. I had to be here. I had to stop without all the emails and the texts and people call me, kids yanking at me without all these phones. I needed the Lord. I needed some hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I needed some great are you, Lord. I needed worthy as I need all of it because I need God to turn my situation into a sanctuary. And the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, take off your sandals from your feet, because the place where you are standing is holy. Joshua, the ground that you are standing on is holy ground. Now, that's sort of familiar, but it's different. Can you imagine Joshua, he could have said, well, where is the burning bush at? Where's the burning bush? That's what I know. Doesn't, doesn't the Lord Almighty speak out of a burning bush? No. God is standing right before them. This is a battlefield. It's not a synagogue, there's no burning bushes. It's an unexpected place. God has turned this situation into a sanctuary. He says, take off your shoes, take off that stuff that brought you here, take that off. And Joshua is about to learn something about God, about the encounter with God on this ground. God is about to make Joshua's situation this situation into a sanctuary, someplace special, and he's about to teach Joshua, Joshua, how to pray. How to pray. Here's what I want to encourage us today to. We got to realize today that God wants to move me from my sanctuary to a new strategy for living. Repeat after me. It's Sunday. Okay, y'all can do better than that. Are y'all awake? Here we go. It's Sunday, Sunday. but Monday's coming. coming. It's Sunday, Sunday. but but Monday's coming. Now, I know you're not very excited about hearing that. And that's the point of what I want to encourage you in. I don't think I did. I decided today that I wasn't going to yell and scream at anybody. I'm trying not to. But I kind of want to right now because so many of us, I like that, come on. Sometimes I like people talk back to me a little bit. (laughs) Are you gonna be any different tomorrow because you were here today? Is tomorrow gonna be any different because of what God showed you today? God wants to move me from that moment of taking off my shoes, into a new strategy for what he's about to do. Now you gotta go to the January 5th, sermon, but he's gonna do this completely different than he's ever done it. Some of you here today, you're gonna keep fighting those battles the same way in your work, in your marriage, with your kids the same way, the same old strategy. It's about my skill and my talent, my work and my tenacity. My, 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 my. I would encourage you. Part of that was that Joshua was being taught humility. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. I've been through so many storms in my life. And I've had battles in my life. And now looking back, I didn't always do the right thing. I didn't know the right thing to do. But God used the battles to teach me some stuff and to do some stuff that he, I had never thought of or knew about. And he grew me up and taught me some stuff. It was holy ground. And I look back on those battles, I look back on that time, and those are that's holy ground stuff. But at the time, it was a situation. It was a horrible situation. I can think of times in my life where I am literally shaking, full of depression and discouragement. And I look back at those, and, I don't, and there's a part of me, I just, in my flesh, I'll just say to you, I don't want to relive that. But I also want to tell you, that's holy ground. That's where God showed up. God showed up there, and he taught me some stuff. Worshiping God on his face in the battlefield. That's what he did. You have to turn your situation into a sanctuary, worshiping God and looking to God and honoring and praising and worshiping him. Worship the God in the middle of your situation, knowing that we don't come to God. We don't run up on God. We come to God and now Joshua has learned this lesson that he comes to God and says, Lord, your servant is listening. Tell me what to do. That's a new strategy for many of us. So many times we live in our whole life, we've got our own agenda. We know what we want, we know how we want it. We know, and I wanna encourage you, maybe in this chapter of your life, it's for us to learn what Joshua is learning. God is about to teach Joshua to pray. Joshua will not win this battle with a sword, with the same stuff. The difference, so many times, is us, we give God a strategy, don't we? We, God, Lord, if you could just make sure that that guy over there gets fired, I can't stand him. Lord, change my wife. Lord, I need for you to do something over here. And here's, instead, I wanna encourage you, see what Joshua, humble yourself and say, God, I don't know, please show up. I don't know what to do. I'm gonna say something that comes with a little bit of risk. When I came here 10 years ago, I had never been a senior pastor All those years I'd been an associate pastor, youth pastor. And uh, I, I had seen so many things being 45 years old. I had seen a lot of people be a senior pastor. I had a lot of great people pour into me. I'm gonna say something out loud that probably some people, that's not gonna be in any leadership book, all right? I'm just gonna tell you right now. There are many ways that a pastor, I didn't have a clue as to what to do in many things. I didn't know exactly what to do. I didn't know what would work. I didn't know how to do things certain ways. I didn't want to just come here and go, well, I used to over here do this thing, so we'll just do that here. And I want to tell you 10 years later, 10 years later, people might ask me as a leader, well, what are we going to do? And there are still a lot of times where I'm just kinda like, I don't know, I don't know yet because I am living under a new strategy than what I've seen. I am learning, it's not what I think. I need to recognize God. You see, if I'm gonna win a new battle and a season in my life with the unexpected things that happen, I gotta recognize God in my situation and then I've got to make my situation, the things I'm walking through right now, I've got I to make that into a sanctuary. But I've got to put that sanctuary into my life and realize I've got to get on my knees and say, Lord, what is it that you want? Your servant is listening. That's a new way of living for many of us. And I want to encourage you. I really do believe That if that's our posture, that will revolutionize our marriages and God can show up and we're available for Him. I wanna encourage you today, whatever your situation, recognize that God is right there with you. And it's not just, it's not your victory. It's gonna be God's victory in your life. And God's gonna do some things in some ways that you've never seen before. If you'll recognize him. Will you recognize him? And then after you do that, you have to realize you're on holy ground. You've got to turn that situation into a sanctuary. So listen, don't be like me. I've spent so much of my life saying, Lord, if you'll just change this situation, I'll be happy. I want you to, to make that situation a sanctuary. Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you. Lord, help me. Those are the best prayers I could ever teach you. Lord, I desperately need you. And recognize him. And then stay available for God. I'm gonna ask Elijah to come back up. And I want us to spend a moment, a holy moment with the Lord. Every person here has a different story. And when I preach a sermon like this, I know that everybody here is at a different place. I know there's folks that are struggling in many different areas of your life. And I know that I have been bold this morning and I've tried to be courageous in encouraging you to recognize God is in your situation. Some of you are walking through some very hard things. Some of you, I forgot what John MacArthur said, some of you who are comforted, are comfortable, you need some conviction. And some of the you that feel like you have strong conviction, you need to be comforted. I pray you'll see and recognize God in your situation depend on him.